0: 570. An L.A. sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. am
1: the D. Fred, Fred. Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and
0: Mike. A USC All-American. USC's
2: Rodney Peete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered
0: by Rodney Peete. Rodney Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney.
2: Alright, let's go. Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete, live from the 3rd Street Promenade in Santa Monica for the Giant Dodger event. And good afternoon to everybody. Thank you for being here. We're on till 3. The event runs through 10
1: tonight. Rodney, the place is packed. It is packed. It is packed with Dodger Blue. It is Dodger Day. Where are my Dodger fans at?
2: Now, it's good to see everybody is up and everybody is ready. Except for that guy in the orange shirt. Come on, Fred. I'm <laughs> to do that to what my man. the
1: world, Fred?
2: Poke him <laughs> up. My oh, man I was having a nice nap <laughs> he over was. here. You got him stirring now. Come oh, on. People cheering, hey, yelling. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> He's almost back
1: asleep. Okay. So we,
2: we thank you for being here,
1: sir. Yes. You got a front row seat from, like, early, Fred. <laughs> yeah, he went for like three
2: weeks. Yes. I think this guy's been sitting here. Anyway, a lot to do on the show today. Uh, come on you down here. for that, Fred. You're
1: wrong. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> Just said, Julie Mack is here? Yes! Our girl, Julie Mack. Her she husband? He says he was coming down. She came down. Julie she Mack, did. good to see
2: you. Uh, so here's the deal. In the next three hours, we have four pairs of tickets for the Dodgers game tomorrow against the Mets at the stadium. It's a 1 o'clock start. That's right. You want it back there. We have three, four packs of tickets to see the Chargers and 49ers Sunday at SoFi Stadium. And if you've not been to SoFi yet, you need to get down there, so this is your chance to win tickets and see the stadium. And we have one Rover Roller to give away, and this – there it is, Rodney. Yeah, that's the, it. This is the it. Rover Roller is basically a giant cooler. You could basically Ooh. put a body in there if you had or were so right. inclined.
0: Don't give them ideas, yeah, Fred. Don't and put a keep body in it cool. It.
1: You'd, have, you'd have to top it up first, Fred.
2: Well, yeah, to... you would, but still. Don't, this don't thing, give anybody any ideas, Fred. I'm not – well, especially – Where'd that guy go? <laughs> Coming after you, Fred. <laughs> I think he has a hatchet. Anyway, uh, oh, oh, uh, man. we've got the Rover Roller to give away. You ran him up out of here,
1: Fred. That's terrible.
2: And we are going to be giving away some of the Dodger City Edition jerseys. Rodney and I are wearing them. Yes. We'll be giving those away as well. Yes. The only way to get any of this stuff is to come on down got here. Got to be here. And spend some time with us this afternoon so we look forward to it. DJ Santana is here. He is doing a terrific job. Every one of our live shows should have DJ Santana. All of them. Every one. All of them. Them. All, of them. all of
1: them. All of them. DJ Santana. Give me something, DJ Santana. Do it real quick for us. That's right. We're dancing, Fred. We are
2: dancing. DJ Santana will be here all afternoon long. You want to dance? Come on up here and dance. <laughs> right? Look at her. Look at her go. That. That's right. (laughs) Come on up here. I'm giving you Charger tickets. Come up here right now. Come up here. Yeah, you. You. Come up here. Come on up here and dance. Huh? (laughs) No. All right. Go back. You're not winning. (laughs) (laughs) Look at my man. Look at my man. Oh, he's doing it right there. Wow. All right. We'll have a dance party later for some tickets. How's that (laughs) sound? Uh, All right, let's get to the show, Rodney. How about the Dodgers? Two and a half games back now, only two and a half behind the Giants.
1: That's what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah, the Giants did their part last night. Didn't win, didn't lose, didn't play. Meantime, the Dodgers (laughs) did their part last night, put it on the Mets pretty good. And if anybody can name every pitcher for the Dodgers right now in 10 seconds, yeah. We'll give you the Who is over that over. guy?
1: Who is that guy? I tell you what, Fred, though. The boys are getting hot. Yeah, they are. We, we always talked about it all season long. Is it, when, when are they going to get hot? When yeah. are the Dodgers going to get hot at some point? They're getting hot. Yeah, they are. They're getting hot. But to be fair, they beat journeyman all-star pitcher
2: Taiwan Walker last night. Now you're going to poo-poo it? No, I'm not going to poo-poo it. I'm just saying they're pretty good against subpar pitching. They're pretty good against a team that doesn't have – the murderer's row of arms. Everybody saw Young. But you got to win the games you're supposed to win. And they did win again last night. What's fascinating to me. 11 of 12, Fred. Oh, yeah. Come on. Seven in a row. Yeah. What's fascinating to me, Rodney, is how Dave Roberts has been able to cobble together this rotation, if you can even call it that. The rotation is Walker Bueller and Max Scherzer and whoever else is available on that day. And it's remarkable that he has been. They put guys in the game last night pitching. I didn't know they were on the roster. I didn't know they existed. <laughs> Where are they finding these people? It, honestly, it's Ortiz like... Ortiz was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He came back. Yeah, he came back. Yeah. But it's like Dave Roberts or Andrew Friedman is basically walking the streets of Los Angeles. And if they see somebody that looks like they can pitch, they immediately sign them for one game. And the next thing you know, they're on the mound that night. That's really what it looked like last night. Had you really heard of half of those guys? I hadn't. I didn't even no. know they were on the
0: team.
1: <laughs> it's like, no, I know. It is It is a, I mean, that's why the Dodger organization is so good because you don't know where they're coming from, but they keep coming. They just keep coming. And other organizations are envious because of that. The depth on this team, and this, it's not just the guys that we know. To your point, it's people that we don't know. We haven't heard of yet. I mean, how many people, I mean, they signed a guy, Billy McKinney. We, we saw Zach McKinstry that we've heard about for years. Now he he came on and started playing well. So the the organization has done a great job in the farm system and just making this team injury-proof because they've had their share of injuries this year. Well, tonight Walker Bueller will
2: go. Tomorrow Max Scherzer will go. That's a that's a win. To yeah. Me. And tomorrow. I think so. Guaranteed. Yep. If anybody here can pitch, raise your hand. Because you can go Sunday. It'll be another bullpen game. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's literally they're finding people who knows where. Last night a guy goes in, it's his major league debut, and it was yeah. like, wow. Yeah. That guy was pretty good.
1: Yeah, it, but it's it's I think it's the feeling. You I mean we had White the other night that went eight or seven innings or whatever he went, finished the game off. I, I just. Sometimes you get caught up in this atmosphere and you get your opportunity and they're making the most of it right now. And they're, and they're doing it in a Dodger uniform when the Dodgers are playing their best baseball of all season. So, so yeah. as Ned Coletti
2: said, he believes that the, the Giants just won't have enough gas. When it comes right down to it. You believe that? I'm starting to. I'm starting yeah. to believe it right now. Because if the Dodgers continue to play this way, and the poor Mets, I mean, they, yeah. they were in contention. That first they had to play the Giants, now the Dodgers. I mean, the, the Mets. Then the Giants again. And then the Giants again. Yeah, the, the Mets are in big trouble because they are playing two of the best teams in baseball. But to me now, it is not inconceivable to see the Giants lose. I mean, for a while, you thought they would never lose. It's not inconceivable to me now to see them lose. And if the Dodgers keep playing like this, let's not get ahead of ourselves, all of a sudden they're at the top of the division.
1: No doubt. The Dodgers have done it for the last eight years. So it's the pressure becomes now on San Francisco because now it's two and a half. When is it going to be one and a half? And then all of a sudden they're looking in the rearview mirror. Who's coming? Who's coming? Who's coming? And it's that team that everybody believed was the best team in baseball to start the season are getting healthy. All of that pressure and they're feeling it right now is on the Giants. And I'm with you. I, I just think at some point the Dodgers will overtake them and it won't be a question. I think in this situation, I'd rather be the hunter than the hunted. And you have to
2: believe that. When do you ever want to be the hunted? If I'm really fast. (laughs) And there's a lot of money at the end of the road, and I can grab it and then run away with it. That's what I want to be the hunted. Okay. okay. Otherwise, I want to be the hunter. And Rodney is a guy that played. Uh, Do players look over their shoulder and say,
1: "Uh uh-oh, they're only two and a half back now? No, not when you're playing well. When you're playing well, and, and we'll see what happens with the Giants as they go forward and play, you know, the rest of this series. Um, because I, I believe they got Oakland this weekend, right, who's, who's a good yeah. really a good team. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they finish up. But, no, when you're playing well, you're, you're focused on yourself. It's when you go through those streaks, when you go through those slumps, when you go through losing three and four and five in a row and somebody's catching you, then you start to go, oh, man, we got to win the next two. got to win the next three. And when you start thinking that way, you're not focused on the present, and it becomes a problem for teams. So if you're playing well, you don't really look back, but when you start to struggle, that's, that's, when you, that's when the pressure gets even greater. Well, here's the problem for teams. Mookie Betts is supposed to be back very soon. He's had
2: another injection into his hip. He's had multiple injections, uh, and he raced the first base coach yesterday, and he said he looked like Usain Bolt. The first base coach is Clayton McCullough. Ooh, the first base coach did? N- y- yeah. Oh, Mookie did. Mookie said oh, he looked okay. like okay. himself Usain Bolt, not Clayton McCullough. And what is with that guy, the first base coach, Clayton McCullough? Why are you picking on him? I have a question. Yes? You've been to many games and yes. you've seen many games on TV. Yes, I have. All right. When the Dodgers get a runner on first base. Yes. What in the world is this guy saying to him? How could he have so much to say? I've never seen a first base coach have so much to say to a guy when he gets to first base. What's he telling him? Why does he hey. keep talking to everybody
1: as long as he does? Hey, how you doing? How's the family? How you been? Hey, what you, would you eat last night? Hey, look at that guy in the third row. He's still going to drink that beer. What's the guy doing over there? I understand. That's what he's telling him. Yeah, well, you know
2: what? I don't know what it is about him, but he's got this perpetual smile on his face. So when you see him and he keeps talking to people,
1: I get a little creeped out. No disrespect. <laughs> Why? Do you, are you just focused on him or you've never seen a first base coach talk to the players when they get to first base? I've never seen a first base coach talk to the players as much as he does.
2: I have no idea what he could be telling them. None. And he gets right up there and he's talking right in their
1: ear. What is he saying? You know, a lot of times, Fred, we always say that less is more. Yeah. Sometimes more is less. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. yeah. So, he's tell- yeah, he's telling them situations, and it's okay. Ball hit. Freeze on a live drive. Ball hit <laughs> to the left side, stay. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's going through situations. <laughs> Lead off batter gets on. you ready for all speed right here. Here we go. <laughs> I coach first base. You yeah. did it in Little League. That was good. That was impressive. I picked signs. No, I didn't ever. I never did. Yeah, you did. No, no. Yeah, you did. No. When you were playing at USC, no. you did I didn't do
2: it. <laughs> but it was done and you and you benefited from it.
1: Legally. Legally? We didn't have any trash cans at USC. Oh, I understand. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the good. Those news- are at UCLA. Oh. Oh, oh. 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 hey. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Uh -oh. Oh. Oh. that didn't play well
2: with the assembled masses. (laughs) Uh, Mookie Betts will be back. And then it's a question
1: of how long can he go? How healthy can he remain? And how do you use him? That's right. If he comes back. I mean, he's saying he's better, felt better than he felt all season. And if he comes back, if you're the Dodgers, do you use him to get him back in form because you want him for the playoffs? Or do you use him occasionally to kind of save him and pick your spots with him? I mean, how do you use him? Well, one thing we'll know, Dave Roberts will probably put him at third base. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. Back to your Gavin Lux playing third base and what is wrong with Dave Roberts situation. You're another one of those. No, (laughs) no. 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 They won eight to nothing at Dave Roberts. Son of a (laughs) – um, I, I think no, you, I think, no but I think
2: you're right. I think you got to pick your spots here. Yeah. You don't trot him out there every single game now because you don't know how long he can go. Mm-hmm. So put him in situations or games where you believe you really need him. Yeah, And, you know, give him rest. Don't push it. Because if you lose him for good,
1: you're in trouble. It doesn't mean your season's over, but you're in trouble. And I'll tell you what, just think knowing, knowing when you got your guy yeah, in the, in the clubhouse, yeah. in the locker room, and he's going to play in the lineup that day. Yeah. It just gives all kinds of juice for the other players as well, knowing we got our guys back. Now now we can go to war. full strength. You know, so even if he's, like you said, playing sparingly every other game, every two games, whatever it may be to get him ready for the playoffs so he can play every game in the playoffs, yeah. then you got to do it because that means so much more when you have your guy in the lineup. All right, we're at the 3rd Street Promenade
2: in Santa Monica. Here's the deal. Three four-packs of Chargers 49ers tickets. You'll see SoFi Stadium on Sunday night. Four pairs of Dodgers Mets tickets. Uh, the game is tomorrow afternoon. It's a 1 o'clock start. Yes. It's an FS1 television Come on. Game. We've got one Rover Roller to give away. As you said, it. I'm not saying that. What? Rover Roller. Rover Roller. Oh, I did. You you did. And you can put anything in there and it'll stay cool. Don't say a body again, Fred, uh, Well, you said it had to be chopped up. And we're giving away
1: <laughs> we're giving away some of these what Kevin?
0: I'm just I'm just chilling, Fred. Don't worry about it. Keep doing David Howard
1: here. David, are we still good? Are we on the air still? We're good. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs>
2: and we're giving away some of these Dodger City Edition jerseys. It's a big show. Come on, DJ. Let me hear it right now. Let's go. Let's go. All right, Ronnie. I'm telling you now, we're changing the format. We're just going to have the DJ take us to break, but. When we come back, I had a video yesterday that I looked at. I showed it to Kevin. I showed it to Rodney. And it will have something to do with the football games at SoFi Stadium this weekend. Tomorrow it's the Rams and the Raiders. Come on down to the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete, on AM570 LA Sports. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney.
0: AM 570 LA Sports. I got this feeling
2: on the summer day when you were gone. I crashed my car into the
0: bridge. I watched I let it burn. I That's right. We are here.
1: Rogan and Rodney, AM 570 LA Sports at the 3rd Street Promenade. And it is Friday. And we absolutely don't care. Not one bit. Not at the Big
2: Friday show. We, no, don't. we don't. Want to thank our listeners for coming down. More are arriving. Don't forget, we've got a lot to give away, and we want you to be a part of it. The only way you can win today is if you're down here. Three four-packs of uh, Charger 49er tickets. What else, Fred? Four pairs of Dodgers Mets tickets. What else? The infamous Rover Roller. Oh. And we've got uh, some City Edition jerseys we're going to give away. Love it, love it, love it. So we're come on givers. down. Be a part of the show. And also, uh, we didn't mention this, Rodney. We mentioned it on the air yesterday, but if you come down here today, you can actually take a picture with a World Series trophy.
1: Yes. Yes, you can, and our man Steve Yeager is in the tent right now signing autographs and taking pictures with the trophy as well. The Yanks, he's going to join us at one, Fred. He sure is,
2: and like I said yesterday, he'll tell us a lot of stories. Some will be true, some he'll make up. No! I don't believe that. No, that's true. That's true. About true Steve that he'll Yeager. make them up? Oh, he'll make them up. And
1: some of them will be true. Yeah. Okay. And
2: then we'll have to figure out which ones are true and which right. ones he made up. Oh,
1: that's fun. all right
2: All right. This weekend, aside from the Dodgers playing, we've got football at SoFi Sunday. You know we have the Chargers and 49ers, and tomorrow you've got the Rams and the Raiders. Oh boy, yeah. Now I'm going to share something. Who you got? Who I got? There we go. Yeah, not surprised. I know who you got. Yeah, (laughs) you got the Raider hat on. And it's funny because when the teams are coming back to Los Angeles and the Rams are always going to be the team coming back, no matter what you heard, that had already been predetermined. Uh, the Raiders had an opportunity to come here. The Chargers kind of jumped and took their chance first, so the Raiders went to Vegas. But really, if you want to break down the market, I would say that if you're a Ram fan, that's great, but there are as many, if not more, Raider fans that remain in Los Angeles. So when the two teams get together tomorrow night at SoFi, it's a preseason game. The Rams aren't playing their starters. Don't tell the fans that. I know. Well, you'll get to experience SoFi. I don't know if the Raiders will play Derek Carr. If they do, it'll be for a series or two, and that will be all you will see. The game doesn't count. It's a preseason game. It's a chance to experience the NFL. Remember this. You're not playing. You're not on the team. You're not on the roster. You're not out there. You say that because... I say that because this morning I showed Rodney a piece of video. Yesterday I showed it to Kevin. I've also sent it to be fair to both the Rams and the Chargers. So their front offices have it. I did not put it on TV. I could have. I chose not to. And here is why. It was another fight at the stadium. This fight occurred in the bathroom.
1: And Rodney, you saw it, I mean, they, yeah. they threw hands. Yeah, 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 it, was, it, was, it wasn't a push and shove. No. It was a real deal in the bathroom, which is scary. Right,
2: fighting in the bathroom yeah. at the stadium. Why didn't I put it on TV? Because I thought it would be a disservice to both teams because people would then be afraid to go to the games. But I bring it up today to caution everybody going tomorrow. You're not playing, you're not on the team. There is no reason to start fighting at the game, especially with the Raiders in town. With all due respect. (laughs) Uh, Understand. (laughs) He thought that was funny. He did. Uh, Understand (laughs) that SoFi Stadium, because of what happened when the Rams and Chargers played, is going to increase security. Also understand that the policy now, if you get caught throwing hands, If you throw a drink on somebody and act like, oh, it wasn't me, it's no big deal, and a brawl ensues, bye-bye, you're gone. They will ban you from SoFi Stadium. Now, if you are a Raider fan and you go, well, I don't really care if I get kicked out of SoFi, I'll be going to Allegiant Stadium every Sunday to see my team. No, you won't. They'll tell them. They will tell them. Yeah. And you'll probably be banned from that stadium. So please, please, tomorrow... If you go to the game, just try to hold it together. Try to keep it together. Rodney played in the NFL, and when there were fights in the crowd, as a player, did you ever turn around and, or look across
1: the field and see them when you weren't in the game? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, the one we saw uh, last week. Uh, yeah, if it was that big, you turned around because it was so, so much commotion. You wondered what the commotion was, and then you checked it out. But it was always ugly. It didn't, you know, it didn't distract us down on the field because you went back, you saw what was happening, you went back and played. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's imperative because this is the opening with fans back in the stands and so far. You don't want to get to the point where it becomes even more difficult to have fans in a beautiful stadium like that. That's why they've got to nip it in the button. they are going to be harsh. You are going to get banned, and you may get banned if you were just on the periphery of this. So be very careful, be cautious, and just go have a good time because we know on the field, and, and here's the issue too, I think, fans are so riled up, and so there's, there's so, I mean, even with the Chargers Rams, it's, it's a, you know, a confrontation of the city, a battle of the city. With the Raiders, it's a battle of the city. So they are going to be going at it on, on the field, look. In practice this week, they had to cancel practice because the players were going at it too much. There's going to be some scuffles during the game, but don't let that carry over into the stands. That, that is the biggest point. Uh, if we were to take a poll right now, poll
2: every football fan in Los Angeles, what would the number one team be? Rams, Raiders, or Chargers? Raiders! Raider.
1: Raider.
2: USC! Okay, that would not be the number one team. That would not be number one. Fight on. Fight off. Did you have to ask that question, really? <laughs> Today, where are we are
1: right now, Fred? Is there a doubt? Fred? Come on. Come on, Fred. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> the, the, so
2: that's why, for that very reason, I yeah. point out. Okay. Behave yourself tomorrow night. <laughs> Didn't you experience a fight when you were calling a game for the Raiders in the preseason back in the day, Fred? Oh, when the Raiders first came to town. Right. I did their games on TV. Mm-hmm. I might have told you the story. Al Locasel. Yeah. Uh, who was Al Davis's hitman? Wait, 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 wait. It's a strong word. Come, Come on, Fred.
1: <laughs> Al look us uh, out All right. Uh, Al, God rest his soul. I, I know Al. I know Al. Right. Here's you know, two things about Al. Strong. <laughs> Here's two things about right Al. Right hand man. Right. No.
2: Two things about Al. Next
1: in line. Yeah. A. Next in charge.
2: Not great dental you hygiene. The man the hitman. <laughs> that was hard to deny. I'll say that. <laughs> Not great dental hygiene. And. Fred. And, well, may, may he rest in peace. No. He himself would tell you.
0: <laughs> yeah. hey, he would?
2: I have a cavity. Often? Don't fill it. Just pull my teeth. Okay. So, Al, Al was missing a few teeth, with all due respect. And also, Al basically ran the image of the Raiders. And I was doing the play-by-play, and Al was doing the color, and they were playing the 49ers. I remember mm-hmm. it like it was yesterday. We were in the Coliseum, yeah. third quarter of the game. I looked down. And there was a major brawl going on. Now, I'm mm-hmm. doing the game on TV. And I said, look, there's a fight in the... And at that point, Al Locasel, who was about three feet tall,
1: mm-hmm.
2: cracked me in the arm. Wham! So hard. Then I went, oh, God. Then we went to break. And he said, don't you ever, ever mention there was a fight at a Raider game. Ever. Don't ever say that, I said. Al was right in front of me. Don't ever mention there was a fight. So even back then,
1: the Raiders knew. Wait, let me get this straight. So you're 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 on air doing a broadcast? I'm doing, the game, doing Rodney. the game, Ronnie. Doing the game, Ronnie. I'm doing the game on air. On air. Third and third and thirteen. Third and thirteen. Oh, look, there's a fight in the Oh God. You actually said that. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't hit you in the face. <laughs> if he had. If he had, he would have had to get on a step stool <laughs> to reach that. high. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You, you can't. It. it was all about image, though. They, you know, they want to keep their image, and they're they coming to L.A. and they. Everybody knew what was kind of going to happen. Yeah, but you don't have to broadcast it, Fred. Okay, well, I didn't realize that. I thought we were just supposed to talk. Come on. about what we saw. This is like the days when they played at the Coliseum. You go to a USC game on. Saturday, right. And the Raider game on Sunday, right. it, was, it was a dip- different atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. Same stadium. Stay on campus is what they said. Stab-
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, good Lord, if you remember, yeah. and, oh, yeah. and we don't want to remember this, um, somebody got stabbed at a Raider game here. Wow.
1: Behave wow. yourself tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're asking. <laughs> Just behave yourself. Fred, I don't know if you quieted them down or riled them up. Right. Well, <laughs>
2: I'm just saying, people are watching. I don't know who this is, but she keeps coming up here.
1: I don't know. Security! She keeps coming to the stage. She's got a Janis Joplin shirt on. Oh, I love Janis Joplin. Think for me. Security let me in here. Security let her in. Yes. Of course they did. Because if, the, if they got stabbed in a
2: greater game, they deserve that shit. Yes. Okay. okay, all right. All well, right. Well, the good news is, the good news is, no, no. Security! No, here's, here's the good news. <laughs> We didn't give you a headset. That is a good Right. Well, I was thinking, let's put her on. On second thought, let's not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. All right. Third Street Promenade. We love you.
2: All right. Uh, Coming up later on in the hour, we're going to play one of our games. What is our game today, Kevin? Who dis? Uh, Know Your Squad. We're going to play Know Your Squad. What's our squad? I believe our squad
1: is the Rams, actually. Okay. Okay.
2: The contestant for Know Your Squad is going to win a pair of tickets to the Dodger game tomorrow night. Oh. oh! Or afternoon, I should say. Do they have to beat me? Uh, No, they just have to compete because we know it'll be very difficult to beat you. Yeah, because I never lost. You never lost. Ever. All (laughs) All right, before we get to that, though, let's bring on the man that sat in the big chair, our good friend, Ned Coletti. Ned, how are you today?
0: I'm doing okay, guys. I've been driving around the 3rd Street promenade now for like an hour trying to find it. Thanks for the address again. Jeez, I'm looking for the big end. You guys really helped me out. Don't worry. I uh, appreciate it, yeah.
1: Nice job, Kevin. Up and down, up and around. Just pull Listen up right in front of Johnny Rockets,
0: Ned. You can get in here easy. <laughs> I just passed it. Now i got to go all the way around the block again. Yay, yay, yay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks hey, for the Ned.
2: invite. Well, you know what, you're here, you're here in spirit and in voice, and we do appreciate that today. Uh, You said it all along, you said this Ned, and some people actually called you out on Twitter for it, but you've stuck to it, you just don't think the Giants have enough gas in the tank to hold on. Now the lead is only two and a half games, do you still feel the same way?
0: Well, yeah, I've been catching a little heat from the, uh, the Northern California baseball fan, but you know what, we'll just see how it plays. I think the Dodgers are in the best spot of anybody in the league. San Francisco's played great, but you know what? The season is going to test everything they've got. they still got five and a half weeks to go. I think their pitching starting to wear thin a little bit. I think the bullpen starting to wear thin a little bit. Don't get me wrong. They've got a really good team and really talented guys. But you know what? When they put the game of baseball together, they made it 90 feet for a reason from base to base because it's just far enough. And they made the season the length it is because, you know what, it's just tough enough. There ain't nobody that gets in that hasn't earned it and, and cannot stand the, the pressures of a season emotionally, physically, the whole deal.
1: You said it, Ned. You said it. It's like that racehorse that kind of runs a, a close second into, the, into that back stretch. Right. Um, Ned, Ned is, it, is it less about the Giants – because I'm feeling this now, now that the Dodgers have been playing the way they've been playing. Is it less about the Giants and more about the Dodgers now that they're on this kind of roll and getting guys back healthy again?
0: Well, it's a little bit of both. But, you know what? You don't worry about the other team. I heard you earlier, Rodney. You know, when you're winning, I mean, you don't care what anybody else is doing because you know you're putting pressure on and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're executing, you're playing the game the right way. They've had a lot of one-run victories lately, which was a little bit tough to come by the first hundred and some games of the season. But yeah, you, you keep your eye on the Giants a little bit. But right now, the Giants are keeping their eye on the Dodgers, I predict, far more than the Dodgers are worried about the Giants. I don't think the Dodgers have anything to worry about with the Giants. And the Giants have got some tough schedules coming up here, tough series. Another one this weekend. You know what? I, I just think it's it's been a long horse race. But they're coming around to turn. They still got a long straightaway to go, I think that Dodgers will end up winning it, winning it by a few.
1: Hey, man, Fred mentioned it in the, in the open about Dodgers pitching and, and guys coming from everywhere. Uh, what do you make of this? Is this just a product of the Dodgers organization and farm system being so good?
0: I think it's a product of a few things. I mean, if you look at the bullpen. Uh, you know, we know about Kenley. We know about Trinan, Cnabel, uh, who's been excellent since he's come back and saved thirty-plus games a few years ago in Milwaukee. But the two guys that have really stood out to me are, are, are Bickford and Vesia. And to me, that's that—that that is a credit to them, no doubt, because they're the—they're the athlete, they're the player. But also those people that have helped them. Get it together. You're talking about two guys with live arms. Victor was the number one choice. But the Giants, years ago, really, at this stage, never really had a chance. Never really pitched the way he's pitched now. I'm sure the Giants organization looks at him and says, how come we couldn't fix him and get him like this? Vesey had the same thing. We saw him walk four hitters back on May 1st, his first game, in the big leagues with this team. But he had a live arm. Now, how do you control that? How do you com- get him to command his pitches? and get some confidence. So they've gone from really getting guys back and being a healthy, really solid three, Joe Kelly, a fourth, who's now on the IL, to now having five choices, at least five choices, late in games. There's no team like that, but that's what the organization has done. And going back to Vesta and Bickford one more time, they are patient with their guys. A lot of teams, you walk four hitters in one appearance, you're done. Next. you know what? They give people a chance, they build their confidence up, and once they take talent with with execution and then you add confidence to it, look out. It's going to be tough on everybody else but them.
2: Yeah, but Ned, last night, when I watched, they had guys in there I've never heard of. It's like they just found them yesterday and said, can you throw, and then they could. How are they just finding all of these guys?
0: Well, they've got, they've got, it's a destination, first of all. If you're, if you're a pitcher that's going through organizations and the Dodgers dial you up or the Dodgers have called, claimed you on waivers, you know, whatever team you're coming from, except maybe the Giants for a minute here, you know, you're making a drastic improvement in probably a number of ways. And so that's one thing, but they do good, they do good scouting. They do good analytics. They watch. They don't. They, they may acquire some players, like a Vesia and a Pickford, for the long haul, but they also acquire some that they know are going to get pushed out when the roster gets healthy and things like that. But they, they put them in situations that they're successful. This time of year, you're just trying to get out. You're trying to buy out, so no matter how many you can get out of somebody without him walking the ballpark or giving up a few runs. You can buy it out here or buy it out there, get yourself to September 1st where their roster expands. That's what you need to do. And they play with the house's money a lot of times because they've got, they've got a tremendous organization, tremendous system, a lot of talent. They're not an old team. So they have more leeway with players than probably any other team out there because of how good they are and how they just methodically get after it. Long season to them? Long season to them is playing in November.
1: Hey, Ned, as I mentioned, Dodgers are getting guys back healthy again. Uh, Kershaw's coming back. Word is that Mookie's feeling better. They're going to probably get some assignments pretty soon here. Uh, starting with Kershaw, when he comes back, how do you how do you get him back into the rotation and utilize him? And then on the same, same token as Mookie, uh, how do you lo- utilize him hoping to have him for the postseason?
0: Well, uh, Mookie, I'll, I'll touch on Mookie first. I, I was out at the, at the ballpark really early yesterday and, and saw him running. He looked great. He looked like he was running without hesitation, running, as he said, pain-free. I mean, it looked that way. It looked like he was doing better than he had done any, at any other point, certainly in the last couple of months. I think what I do with Mookie is I play it day by day. Once he's cleared to play, I use him day to day. See where the standings are at. See if you're still chasing. See if you're tied. See if you've gotten yourself a little bit of a lead and you feel comfortable with that. And then you play them to the point of getting them sharp. Okay, You get them sharp, but you don't overplay them unless you absolutely have to because you can't lose them again. You can't have this crop up again. It's probably a pain tolerance situation at this point. So you kind of play it day by day. I don't think anybody could give you an answer as soon as he's ready to play, hey, he's going to run out there six of the next seven or ten of the last 12, next 12. I don't think you do it like that. I think you watch where you're at. Watch where your standings are at. Watch how your team is going. And you, and you play him enough to get him sharp and keep him healthy. Kind of a, a mix there, but I think that's the goal with him. Clayton, it depends when he comes back. because it, It's been long enough now where it's almost like not starting over in spring training, but you're getting almost close to that, and I think you're going to have to be careful with how much you expect out of him and how much you use him, especially knowing him because he's, you know, he's going to tell you he's better than he might be for a while too because he does want to compete. He loves being out there. But I think you're going to have to play that one by ear a little bit. And maybe it's two innings, maybe it's three innings. He's got to throw off a mound still. He's going to have to throw to live hitters still. He's going to have to have some type of simulated game, probably not a minor league game, but at least with teammates that uh, that are are needing it fast, even at, at two thirty in the afternoon. Um, I think that's the progression. And when he works his pitch count up to forty, forty-five, okay, you can start him as an opener for a couple innings, two innings, three innings, and build him up, knowing that that's going to take some time. You still got time to go. You know, He's not going to be available till the second week of September. I think is it a sixty-day? Uh, IL so you'll still have two or three weeks to get him up to maybe 60 65 70 pitches and if he can be effective doing that then the next time you start him in a postseason game now you're looking at 75 80 effective with that now you're letting him go as far as he can go but it is a process and you're running out of time a little bit you're getting squeezed by the calendar a touch but you still got time to get him right as well
2: all right Ned, great insight. Uh, just keep circling here in Santa Monica. Just keep circling.
0: We're here all day, Ned. Come yeah. on down. Yeah, that, that's good. I'll, I'll be uh, by the time I get there. Petrol, and money will be. It'll be perfect. Thanks for the directions, you guys. So appreciate the invite, even though you never told me where to go. We'll <laughs> do this again sometime when I got a bigger gas tank. Okay. <laughs> Ned, thanks for thanks for jumping on. Have a
2: good weekend. Oh, yeah. See you later, guys. There goes our buddy, Ned Coletti. Uh, We're at the 3rd Street Promenade in Santa Monica. We invite you down. We've got tickets. We've got things to give away. We're going to start giving them away. So for our loyal listeners that listen to the show, come down here, say hello. You might get a little in. That's all I'm saying. And for you who is acting like you do but don't, you got no shot. I'm just being honest with you. We need people that listen to us every day, Rodney. we got some here today.
1: You're saying there are going to be some pretenders out there? I think she is. You. I think she's a pretender. She's a loyal AM570 Rogan and Rodney listener, aren't you? That's what I'm talking about. All right. Don't you ever sell my people short, Fred. You're not going to sit there. I'm not going to sit here and let you do that to my people. I'm not going to do it
2: to your people. Uh, One o'clock, Steve Yeager will join us on the show. Yes! Yeah. And what kind of stories are you going to tell us, Fred? Some will be real, some he'll make up. (laughs) And the point will be you figure out which one he's doing. (laughs) Uh, He'll be on the show today. And we've got all the giveaways. DJ Santana, let's go. Let's get going here. And uh, when we come back, it's time for Know Your Squad. Here's an important announcement to everybody listening now. Everybody down here, listen up. They are giving away free vaccines just behind our stage. Your first or second shot. So if you want to get vaccinated, your first or second shot we're giving away free vaccines right behind the stage.
0: And now another Rogan and Rodney. Oh,
1: yeah!
0: Afternoon Delight. Uh, rolling in the palace, but you're too tame. I ain't for the South, but I appreciate the word grain. Never calling me about the North, it's only two, man. I, I love the it. We but are here. Today. I now. I Afternoon Delight
1: is Run It by DJ Snake. The hip-hop producer recruited Rick Ross and Rick Bryan for this track that comes from the new Marvel film Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. In a recent post, the DJ wrote, I grew up inspired by Marvel heroes, so it's been hard to keep this a secret. I'm honored to play a part in the Marvel Studios Shang-Chi history with my song Run It. Again, today's afternoon delight is Run it by DJ Snake, Victorine, Rick Ross, and Rich
2: Ryan. Third Street Promenade, Santa Monica. Come on down. We, we are here. Giveaway. You know, you know it's a big event. For Rodney and myself, when Don Martin shows up, the boss, and he came up onto the stage, and I said, "Oh, so there was nothing else going on today? You decided to slum it with us?" And he told me, "I said hello to you three times. He didn't even realize it. I've been here an hour." Has he been here an hour?
1: Hour and a half. You <laughs> <laughs> just now noticed it, Fred. I said hello to you three what times. You sure? <laughs> Did they, you sure they operated on your knee? I'm telling you.
2: I'm still the painkillers. Oh my god. I didn't even know the guy was here. He's been here for an yeah. hour and a half. All right, Ronnie, let's go. It's time for Know Your Squad. Come
1: on. Rogan and Rodney Roulette.
2: Know your squad. All right, one of our loyal listeners. Who wants side. some?
1: Who wants some? I Ray. do, I do. I want some.
2: Okay. Play is that, Julie gentleman. Mack Wants some. Julie Mack is here. Listens every day to the show. Woo! She is going to play. Know your squad. Before we do that, there's a gentleman sitting right there, Rodney, in the LA hat. He's yes. got a Los Angeles shirt right there. Yes. Yes. Do you know he brought with him? Oh, his wow! Transistor what is that? Radio. What is that? And he listens to us every day wherever he goes. He doesn't believe in apps. He still has a transistor
1: radio. That's great. I wonder if you walk around with that thing and ask anybody under 40 what that is. <laughs> so you know what we did? We gave him charger tickets. I love charger it. Charger 49 tickets yes. for Sunday night. Yes, yes, yes. Thank anybody, you for coming down. Anybody listening to me and Fred on a transistor radio walking around deserves some charger tickets. And he's got them. He's going to see SoFi love Stadium it. on
2: Sunday. But now it's time for Know Your Squad. Julie Mack, loyal listener, is going to play. Remember, please do not answer until I give you all five choices. What If happens. you answer too soon, what happens? You will be locked out.
1: Eh. Don't get locked out, Julie Don't Mack. get locked out, Julie. I won't. But don't pretend like you don't know how to play, because I know you do. I do. Ronnie, you ready? Happy Friday, Rogan and Rodney and Julie Mack. Let's go. Hey, Ronnie. Good to see you. Hi. Good to hear you, actually. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Here we go. Eric Dickerson is tied for the franchise record. For most rushing touchdowns in a single season with 18. And by the way, E.D. will be with us immediately after the first Sunday of NFL football. We'll return to NFL football Mondays, and Eric will be with us every Monday from 1 to 3. E.D. And the good news about Eric is that we have not been thrown off the air because (laughs) each week we push it right to the limit. If you're expecting football talk, that's not what you're going to get. The the FCC listens every Monday from (laughs) 1 to 3. So far, we've survived. Anyway, E.D. is tied for the franchise mark for most rushing touchdowns in a single season. Who is he tied with? Steven Jackson, Marshall Falk, Todd Gurley, Greg Bell, or Archie Bell? Steven Jackson, Todd Gurley. Did you say Marshall Falk? I did. Julie Mack gets it. It's Marshall Falk.
0: One for the Bruins. Yay, UCLA! Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa. Well, I will admit that USC is the number one football team in the city.
1: As long as you know it. (laughs) Just as long as you know it. As long as you
2: know it, I don't have to rub it in your face. There you go. There you go. All right. Rams defense recorded one sack against Steve McNair in Super Bowl 34's win over the Titans. Which of these Ram defenders recorded that sack? DeMarco Farr, London Fletcher, Grant Wistrom, Kevin Carter or Nick Carter? London Fletcher. No, senor. No. Grant Grant Carter. Carter. No. Kevin Carter. Daddy. (laughs) Woo!
0: daddy we don't have our uh, little sound machine so i'm gonna provide some uh, some live reaction here who was it was it daddy
2: yeah daddy got that yes that was right D- daddy got it daddy yes. got it okay way to go daddy <laughs> i
0: told you to stop calling him yeah that, you know
2: you can't call me that all right well my, my mistake yeah <laughs> uh, 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 uh. no we don't have the board which of these former players does not have their number retired by the rams franchise Merlin Olson, Jack Youngblood, Kurt Warner, Isaac Bruce, or Isaac Newton? Jack Isaac Youngblood. Bruce. No, Senor Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner is correct. Rodney. Daddy. Rodney's got the lead. All right, halfway home, Rodney's Come got on. two. Julie's got one. Ronnie, who's not here, has got none.
1: <laughs> Where you at, Ronnie? You playing today? Yep. I'm on, on, trying to studio. get a sweat in out here on the it's Thursday promenade, and you're not giving me any work. Hello, I'm Hello, trying to get some say? work in.
2: I think there's a delay here, Rodney
1: julie and i are <laughs> battling out here ronnie and we can't even get a sweat because you're not playing <laughs> come on ronnie get in the game here's your next one who holds the franchise record for most fourth quarter
2: comebacks with 13. mark bulger Norm Van brocklin jim everett roman gabriel or peter gabriel? Mark gabriel roman gabriel that is correct no roman gabriel yes
1: who got it
0: I, I thought did, Rodney had it first. Uh-uh.
1: I didn't say it, so I didn't get it. No, Ju- okay. Julie, man. I, got, yeah, I got it. it. I thought Ronnie, Ronnie had that. Okay. Ronnie, you didn't say that? Uh, no. Damn.
0: So, so I'm Julie,
1: I'm trying to hook you up, Ronnie.
0: That's my Filipino country. I take no what charity. Say? <laughs>
2: That's right. So, Julie, you're tied with Rodney. I am. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Mike Mart's last playoff win as head coach of the Rams, was a wild card game against Seattle in 2004. Who led the Rams with 108 receiving yards in that game? Kevin Curtis. Torrey Holt. Isaac Bruce, Sean McDonald, or Bill McDonald? Isaac Bruce. Tory Holt, Rodney. So now it comes down to this, yeah. the final question.
1: Rodney's got three, Julie's got two. This is the final question, Fred? This is the final question. This is the last question, Fred. This is it. What does that mean? That means... I never lost!
2: Oh, well, we'll find out. Well, you can't lose. You can tie today, so that's, that's what right. I said, Fred. I don't want to say it twice. You, two things about you. You never lost, and yes. you like to come from behind. I do. All right. Good luck. Who led the Rams with 105 total tackles last season? Aaron Donald, John Johnson, Troy Hill, Leonard Floyd, or Leonard Skinner? John, John, Johnson.
0: John, Julie Johnson. Maxid, John, John Johnson. Johnson. John Johnson. John
2: Johnson, John Johnson, Julie. Julie he Wentz, right? <laughs>
0: we are mighty sons of Westwood, <laughs> oh, no. and we hail the blue and gold. And <laughs> stuck the fight song in your face, too, here, Rodney. <laughs>
2: The final score today, Rodney three, Julie three. <laughs> see,
1: just like a Bruin, they cheer when they tie.
0: <laughs> it's not a loss.
1: I'll yeah, take it. I'll take exactly. it. It's not a loss. It's not a loss. <laughs> Way to go, Julie Mac. Way to
2: go.
0: Thank you, Rodney.
2: Julie, thank you for listening every day. Congratulations on your performance today. So what we're going to do for you, you go see the Dodgers and Mets tomorrow. Yes. All right? Sure, sure. You we're got the win tickets. It.
0: Okay, thank oh, you, guys. It, love it,
2: love it. All right, we still have... Three pairs of Dodger Met tickets, two four-packs of Charger 49er tickets, the Rover Roller, and we'll be giving away some City Edition jerseys. Thank you. Let's Thank have you. it, DJ Santana. Oh. Now, when we come back, Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, come on down here. It's a great Dodger event. A lot of people already. You can take a picture with a World Championship trophy. If you've not been vaccinated, you can get vaccinated, first or second shot. There is Dodger gear to buy as well. And when we come back, Dodger legend. I think we can call him a legend. Steve Yeager joins the show. Come on down to Santa Monica.